Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Rick Reed in the thrilling adventure, The Way of a Woman. The Green Hornet strikes again. Axford, reporter on the Daily Sentinel and personal bodyguard to Britt Reed, the publisher, was a sound sleeper. On this particular night, when he suddenly awoke with a start, Axford felt that there must be a serious reason behind this rude interruption to his slumbers. There was. The room was filled with smoke. Holy crow! The joint on fire! Got to wake Reed and Cato! Ow! Ow! Where's that blooming light? Where's me pants? Which way is the door now? Reed! Hey, Reed! Cato! Come on, Reed. Be calm now. Don't get excited. We're most likely trapped. But we'll get out somehow. Get Cato. Get to the fire escape before it's too late. Don't be panicky, Reed, and I'll help you. Come on. Smoke seeped into your room from the outer hall. There's fire in the apartment across the hall, Mr. Britt. I call the fire department, Cato. Hurry. Has been done, Mr. Good Britt. for you. Come on, we'll go over there and see if anyone's caught in it. Then this smoke come from under door. Yeah, it's locked. We'll have to force the door. All right, come on, actually. Lend a hand here. All together. All right, once more. There. I'll go on in. Oh, hold on, Reed. You can't make it. You... Glory be, he's gone on in. We gotta save Reed Cato. Go after him. I'll stay here and tell you how to find the door. We'd be ready to help this Mr. Britney. Sure, we shouldn't be standing here doing nothing with him risking his life. And don't you know if anything happens to Reed, we'll both be out of a job. Reed! Hey, Reed! Reed, answer me! Help me, Help me. I found someone in there. Great saints. He's carrying out a woman. Hey, me pants! Glory be, I forgot me pants! I help, Mr. Britt. Put her here, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, I thought I wouldn't make it. Here come the fireman now. Hey, who have who's telling you to watch that? You boys will be sleeping. Who are they seen there? Right. Not she. We're from across the hall. This woman's a tenant there. At least I just brought her out of there. Been too soon from the looks of it. What are you going to do with her? Well, she's unconscious now, probably overcome by the smoke. We can take her into our apartment for the time being. Okay, the rescue squad will be here in a minute. They can work on her, and then we'll take her to the hospital. Hurry, you men. Come over that hole. All right, Cato. We'll take her into our place. Come on. Let's hope her condition isn't serious. Mr. No, thanks, Cato. How about you, Axford? Uh, sure. Give me another cup to settle me to hers. <laughs> well, Axford, I guess you've had enough excitement for one night. Oh, that I have, Reed. 
sure that dame was lucky we happened to be around tonight. Yes, I'm glad she came around all right. Fortunately, she didn't get too much of the smoke. They took her to the hospital just as a precaution. Also, fortunate fire confined to one apartment, or we'd be without residence. Yeah, that's right. Them firemen sure know the job, all right. Uh, that woman would probably want to see us when she find out we rescued her, Reed. Well, she seemed more concerned about saving a handkerchief from under her pillow than she was about herself. Wouldn't let me bring her out until I got it. Now, isn't that the way of a woman? Thinking of a thing like a handkerchief with fire blazing all around. <laughs> Come to think of it, she didn't get that handkerchief after all. I put it in my robe pocket. I guess I still have it. Yeah, there it is. Uh, imagine wanting to worry about a lazy little thing like that. Oh, it had much fine crochet work around it. Not much material in center. Yeah? Is that what it is? Look at all them funny little knobs. Like, like a bunch of knots they are. I suppose they're tiny rosettes or something. There doesn't seem to be any plan or design to the way they're put in. Three here, two there, a few more further on. Sure, and using a thing like that would rub the skin off of your nose, I'm thinking. <laughs> well, the women carry handkerchiefs like that more for show than anything else. Uh, by the way, when you were all in there with that woman, I phoned in a story to the Sentinel about the fire. Well, there really wasn't much of a story to it. I hope you didn't lay it on too thick, Axford. Ah, oh, no, you know me, Reed. Yes, I'm afraid I do. Well, we'd better get back to bed and get some sleep. In the morning, I'll send this handkerchief over to the woman at the hospital, just in case she's still worried about it. As you say, Axford, it's the way of a woman. Well, here I am, Reed. Casey says you want to see me. Where on earth have you been, Axford? Sure, and I went over to the hospital with the handkerchief, and then I went to cops' headquarters. Oh, so you delivered the handkerchief, huh? Well, to tell the truth, I didn't read. Why not? Well, the woman wasn't there. She left before I got there. I see. Did you ask for the name the apartment house manager gave us, Ruth Martell? That I did. But they said Miss Martell was discharged as being okay. They didn't know where she went from there. I went back to the apartment house, but she hadn't come back there. Yes, not. The apartment's pretty well gutted by the fire. He probably went to a hotel. Well, give me the handkerchief. This is important, I guess. Uh, here it is. Thanks. I'll just keep it until I hear from her. Sure. But how does she know you might be the one Axford, who... I ought to beat you up for that story you phoned in last night. Everybody knows I was connected with that fire. Sure, and I'm in it too, Reed. It isn't anything to be ashamed of, to my way of thinking. <laughs> oh, sometimes, Axford, I wonder who's supposed to be bodyguard to whom, or you and I are concerned. Say, now, you're not telling me that you don't. That is... What, your father said I was to take care of you. Skip it. Doctors say comedy relief is good for tired nerves. <laughs> I don't get it. But if I'm not fired, then I'd better get down to see Gunnigan. I have a couple of items to take up with him. Go ahead, then. And sometime this afternoon, I wish you'd call some of the hotels and see if you can locate Ruth Martell. I'm curious to find out if she's still anxious to have this handkerchief. <laughs> In an apartment in another section of the city, a man was talking to the woman known as Ruth Martell. Well, Fräulein Lichtner, it's good that our arrangements are about complete. Otherwise, that careless fire at your apartment could have interfered. Oh, I could not help it, Herr Werner. Is it not enough that I almost lost my life? Your life is of no concern, only so far as it can serve our fewer. I consider my services to be of as much importance as yours to our party. Ach, let's not quibble about it. Now, to tell you how you're about to go about completing what we've started to do. You've made friends with that French girl who's going abroad as an entertainer? Yes, of course. 
We are good friends now. My knowledge of French has come in handy. She thinks I am a refugee from Alsace-Lorraine. Good. It's too bad your English isn't as fluent. Huh. She will visit your friend before she leaves tomorrow night and present her with a little token of farewell. The handkerchief. A description of her has already been sent. Wherever she may land, they will know and get that handkerchief from her somehow. But uh, I do not have it. Do not have it? No, heaven. I, it was saved from the fire, but it is in the possession of that man who carried me out of the apartment. Do not better that you should be so stupid after all our planning. He does not know that it is more than an ordinary handkerchief. I will go there and ask him for it. It is a simple way to get it back. Simple way to get it back. Ha! You become more stupid each day, Fraulein. I read the story in the paper. They're smart newspaper men. To make such a fuss about a handkerchief might arouse their suspicions. And not only that. What's more, Herr Werner? You told me a while ago those men did not hear you talk. These Americans are suspicious of people with German accents. Then, too, since they are newspaper men, they might want your picture to publish with another foolish story. Oh, it would not do at all. No, it would not do. Someone somewhere might see that picture and recognize you as Ruth Lichtner, Nazi agent. Cannot trust many who've worked with us in the past, as you know. Was the handkerchief completed? Yes, I finished last night. The message in code is in the border. In the center is drawn a coastal plan in invisible ink. Perhaps if there was some other way to copy the original plans, we wouldn't need the handkerchief. Well, I... I burnt the original paper pair, Werner, in the fireplace... That is how the fire started. Burned Yes, I thought it safer since I had finished the handkerchief. I lay across the bed while they were burning and fell asleep. The back there, perhaps, deposited on the rock and started the fire. Then there's only one thing to do. What can we do? I shall have to find some way tonight to search that apartment across from the one you occupied. I must find that handkerchief regardless of the risks. <laughs> Those letters, Miss Case? I'm just finishing the last one. There. I'll sign them in the morning. Just leave them on my desk. Yes, Mr. Ridd. Well, what's that you have there? A new scrapbook? That? No, that's not a big scrapbook. It's a book my sorority's giving to the Home for the Blind. A book written in Braille for their library. Oh, I see. Now, I used to have a fair knowledge of the Braille code. Let's see if I remember any of it. Well, it's all Greek to me. Well, you see, each letter is represented by raised dots on the surface of the paper. Arranged in a given way in the six positions provided for in the Braille cell, as they call it. <laughs> there isn't much you don't know, it seems to me. <laughs> say that. Let's see now. Yeah, try this line. There is a power whose care teaches by way. Through the path, pathless coast. Well, that's part of the poem to a waterfall. They told me this was a book of poetry. You certainly proved it, Mr. Reed. <laughs> well, at least I still remember a little of my Braille. I've got to run along. Be sure to sign these letters as soon as you get in tomorrow. I will. Good night. <laughs> Later that evening, Britt Reed was sitting in deep thought when Cato, his faithful valet, entered the living room. Something 
bother you, Mr. Briggs? I was thinking of last night, Kato. Strange we haven't heard anything more from that woman. She not get the handkerchief yet? No. Perhaps it means nothing to her after all. I have it right here. Not much to it at that. No doubt events of last night dragged thought of it from her mind. Yet she was so insistent that she got it. Well, perhaps to repeat what Axford said, it was just the way of woman during exciting moments. Mm. Speak. Uh, why are you running handkerchiefs through your fingers and uh, move your lips like that, Mr. Briggs? What? Hmm, was I doing that? Kato, I was. Well, perhaps a glass of no, water. No, no, Kato. I mean, I was subconsciously saying words as I moved this through my fingers. But I don't understand. Well, what is it? In the border of this handkerchief was little knots. It's like reading Braille. The written language of the blind? Yes. Perhaps if you try again. All right, let's see now. Seek. Yeah, looks like it should be the first word. Go on, Mr. Britt. Seek. And. When. The. Light. Is. Dark. That doesn't make sense, Cato. Is it four days? No. See, no. I said, uh, seek and when the light is dark. The next words are. You. Shall. Find. That's all that seems to be on here, but it was put there for a purpose, I'm sure of that. Seek, and when the light is dark, you shall find. Well, maybe a sentence really means something else, Mr. Britt. Yeah, maybe it does, but so far it doesn't make much sense. Uh, Cato, this interests me. I'm going across the hall and have a look around in that apartment. Come along. Maybe we'll run on to something that'll lead us to the answer of this riddle. After all, that woman had a motive for wanting that handkerchief. <laughs> Everything pretty well burned, Mr. Britt. Yes. Well, look here, Cato. The fireplace. Burned paper? No. Three pieces that are burned through, but still each piece is intact. Cato, find something to get those pieces up without crumbling them and take them back to the laboratory. See if we can find out what was on the full sheet from those pieces. That might be difficult, Mr. Britt, if we get the pieces back as they are. Cover from that torn book there on the floor will do as a shovel. Yeah, that'll do. And I hope we'll discover something on that paper to help clear up this little mystery. Oh, something's there, all right. Good work, Kato. Now it's much clearer. Look. Ah, it's a drawing. A plan. Kato. That's a plan of our coastal defenses in this area. Then woman in fire last night must be spy. Kato, that handkerchief and that message. Now I know what it means. And when the light is dark, you get it? Yes. Yes, Mr. Britt. Dark light. The ultraviolet ray. That's it, Kato. If we treat that handkerchief to ultraviolet ray, I'm sure this plan will be visible on the material in the center. You have a handkerchief with you now? No, it's on the arm of the chair in the living room where I was sitting a while ago. I'll go get it and we'll give it the ultraviolet ray test. I suppose Cato locked that door into the living room in case Axford should come in and get curious as to where we were. It wouldn't do for him to find out about the secret laboratory. Cato never forgets. Oh, Axford must have come in. Axford! Axford! Slamming doors again. Going into the kitchen to raid the refrigerator. Well, so much the better. I'll get the handkerchief. 
It isn't here. And that coffee table's knocked over. I wonder if Axford could have done... Hey, hello, Reed. Hey, what's going on? Did you run into the coffee table or something? You, Axford. Then you didn't just go into the kitchen? Of course I didn't. Say, Reed, what's wrong with you? Didn't you see me just walk in the front door? Come on. And the kitchen door into the hall is open. Say, who's chasing who around here? Are you and Cato playing tag or something, Reed? Axford, this is no joke. Somebody was in our apartment a moment ago who didn't belong here. Whoever it was heard me opening the bedroom door and ran out this way. Glory be. We better go see if they stole anything, Reed. Sure, and I'd get more news for the settler if I stayed right here at home. I hear excitement. Something happened, Mr. Britt? Reed says somebody ran out of the apartment through the kitchen here. Are you sure there isn't anything missing, Reed? Well, there doesn't seem to be. Oh, yes, I did notice one thing missing. What's that? I remember leaving that woman's handkerchief in the living room. It's uh, not there now. The handkerchief, Mr. Britt? Oh, yes, Cato. Uh, you remember the one we looked at last night? Oh, oh yes. Oh, saints be praised. Now, why should anyone want to steal that wisp of a thing, Reed? Your guess is as good as mine, Axford. Sure, now, this doesn't make sense. If we called the cops and told them someone broke into Britt Reed's apartment and made off with a woman's handkerchief, we'd be the laughing stock of the force. Yes, Axford, and uh, as long as there's nothing of value missing, there's no need for the police. Glory be, this place is getting to be like the lobby of a hotel with all that goes on. I'm going to grab a bite to eat and then go down and see if Sergeant Burke has any news. Okay, Axford. Come on, Cato. We'll go into the living room. Very important loss right now, Mr. Britt. Yes, Cato. But I didn't want Axford to know we thought so. If we managed to catch up with that woman and whoever's working with her, it would complicate things for me if Axford connected me with it in any way. Yes. Best to let him think you not know anything. Now that we know woman is spy, what we do? Well, after Axford leaves, we're going back to the apartment across the hall. Maybe we can turn up a clue to her whereabouts. After that? After that? Green Hornet go out, perhaps? Yes, if we find such a clue, Cato. Then the Green Hornet will have a job to do tonight. Find anything, Cato? Nothing here but ashes, Mr. Britt. Mm, what's this? Looks like the metal framework of a handbag. Let's see, on the floor... Uh, melted lipstick, paper ashes. Huh. You find something? Oh, a blackened key with a charred tab hanging on it. A hotel key, I guess. Anything to be seen on the tab? No, it's pretty well charred. Whatever name was imprinted on it can't be made out now. Perhaps in laboratory I can bring out part of the imprint with the acid, Mr. Britt. Maybe so, Cato. We'll try it anyway. Seems to be our only chance. Come on. Much show up on the tab. Look like few letters showing up, though. Yeah, I guess that's about the best can be done with it. Let's look at it with a magnifying glass. Yes, I get glass from cabinet. Perhaps this bring out faint lines better. It does bring out a few letters. We can make out the word hotel. Then there's C H. A-R. That's all that's visible. Not tell much, Mr. Britt. Bring me a phone book, Cato. Yes, have one here on top of cabinet. 
the listing of hotels. Let's see now. C-H-A, C-H-A-R. There's Hotel Sherwood. There's another, Hotel Charleston. Just two to think about, Cato. Yes, but let's hope Key is from a hotel in this city. Well, take that chance, Cato. The Sherwood is an apartment hotel on the other side of the city, and the Charleston's a small place down near the station. We're going to visit both hotels, Mr. Brick? Yes, Cato. We'll take the Sherwood first. It's a slim chance, but the Green Hornet's used to working on slim chances. Come on, we'll pick up the mask and the gas gun and take the Black Beauty. If our luck holds out, that woman and her friends will have a big surprise tonight. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment house itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into line. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming Black Beauty sped into the darkness. Sailing, Sarge. I always had a feeling I should have been a fire chief. I'm right at home in the midst of a fire. Like last night, for instance. There was everybody rushing around, excited like. Sure, and I... sure, sure. You've sat in headquarters here all afternoon telling the boys what you did. But I'm betting what you really did was. Police headquarters, Sergeant Burke speaking. What's that? The Green Hornet. Where? But who. Hey, wait a minute. Hello? Hello? Oh, he hung up. What's that about the Green Hornet, Sarge? Come on and find out. A lug just called and said the Hornet is meeting with spies at the Sherwood Department Hotel. Get the squad car, Cassidy. Good. We're lucky we came to the right hotel first. Since I recognized that woman when I looked through the window from the fire escape, we're sure of ourselves, Kato. You going back there now? No, this is it. You stay back here in the Black Beauty. Police aren't likely to come back in this alley. I'd be careful not to be seen, Mr. Brick. I know I can count on you. I'd get in. I'm going in and face those rats so the police will really have something to come out here for. <laughs> Is it necessary to go to all that trouble, Fräulein Lichtner? This handkerchief is to be given as a gift. Therefore, it is better that I put it in a little box and wrap it up. Ach, you women. It would be so simple just to hand the handkerchief to the French girl as it is. It seems more like a gift when it is wrapped heavy enough. Have it your way, then. We are most fortunate to have recovered it. And lucky for you, too, Fräulein. I do not have to stand for your threats, Werner. Ah, your usefulness to the Nazi party is almost at an end. You're already known to too many in this country as an agent of the Reich. So? But you, the great Gestapo mastermind, you think you are too smart for this American. 
Someday, Herbert. Someday you might let slip a hint, perhaps, is that it? I didn't say that. You know better. I am loyal to the Fuhrer. This handkerchief will be delivered as planned. After, After that, that, perhaps you and I will have something to settle between us, eh, Fräulein? Settle it now. Nazis and I'll be the referee. Uh, him and the masked man with a gun. Never. That was the American criminal, the notorious Queen Hornet. So, the Queen Hornet. How interesting. For a moment, I was startled. It's dangerous, Werner. Be careful. From what I overheard, it seems Werner is always careful. So, you overheard our little conversation, huh? Yes, very interesting, too. Prove to me what you really are, a couple of Nazi spies. Why did you come here? You're a known criminal, a helper of spies, so I've heard. Right. Maybe I can help you with your plan. Do not trust him, Werner. I've learned not to trust anybody, Fraulein. But this Hornet knows too much about us to be against us. I'm interested in that handkerchief I heard you speak of. That is just a gift for a friend of the Fraulein's who's going away. Now, what really brought you here? Suppose I tell you I have a paper with certain plans of coastal defenses I picked up in the woman's burned apartment. Oh, oh. you must know those plans. Keep right quiet, Fraulein. So, the handkerchief is important after all. I'll take it. No, Hannah, do something. Don't try anything, Marge. Wait, wait. Perhaps money will talk better to this hornet. Maybe. How much? For the handkerchief and the paper you say you have, I will give you, say, $5,000. Too cheap. But that is all I have here. Uh, get it, then. Here. In my wallet. Uh, there. Thanks, Nazi. Now, the box with the handkerchief and the paper. Oh, I've changed my mind. Maybe the French girl you mentioned will buy them from me. But she knows nothing. She is not one of us. I'm glad to hear it. Then I'll find somebody else. No, you don't, you schwein. Shoot me. Pull a gun on me, Aaron. <laughs> Miss me, you lug. Now it's my turn. Look out, there. He's gone. Take it, you Hitler stooge. Yes. Stay away from me. Don't you touch me. Sorry, lady, but you're next. This won't hurt you. Taste it. Oh. You can't Being a woman, I'll let you fall easy. I'll have to print a little note to pin onto this box. They haven't got the window covered. There. That does it. Well, so long, Ratsies. The Red Cross will get the $5,000 you gave me. Well, will you look here? A man and woman both out cold. Hey! That dame's the same one who was in that fire last night. Guy has a gun in his hand, too. Here's a small box with a note stuck to it. Give me that, Axford. What's it say, Sarge? These are Nazi spies. Give this box to the FBI. Tell them to use ultraviolet ray on its contents. Come on, open it up, Sarge, and see what's in it. Nothing doing. This is the property of the FBI. Didn't you hear what the note said? Well, who signed it? It's printed and it ain't signed it. So they be. Where is it? Look there. The seal of the green harness. Hey, look. There's a Nazi code book or something. Yeah, there's plenty to show they're Nazis, all right. And that hornet was with them. They must have had a fallen out, so he double-crossed them. Get them to headquarters, boys. Okay, Say, sir. no, isn't Reed going to be surprised when I tell him the woman he helped me drag out of the fire last night was a Nazi spy? And come to think of it, maybe the harness started that fire. Too bad you didn't wake up in time to catch him at it, Axford. If you could move fast enough. Sarge, if I ever get within a hundred yards of that spalpeen again... I might surprise you with what I do. There's your chance, Ashford. Start sprinting. It's the Green Hornet getting away. Holy crow, the Green Hornet. And me too on out helping you round up these spies to make a move. Why, the worst criminal in America gets away.
just heard the adventure, The Way of a Woman. These exciting dramas are sent to you each week at this same time. They are copyrighted features of the Green Hornet Incorporated and originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents used in this drama are purely fictitious. Bob Height speaking. This is the Blue Network.